Hello. The episode you're about to listen to was pre-recorded a couple months ago as a part of our backlog of episodes that we would release as we would record new ones. But due to the difficulties with the recent COVID-19 outbreak, we are practicing social distancing and staying at home. But we will still be releasing episodes on our regular schedule. Enjoy. Literally what we talked about uh, the other day. Give give him a give him a give him a thing. Uh, well, he's all he's yeah, all riled okay, up. I got it. All right. What do you guys think about uh, hair innovations in barbering? Hair innovations. Dude, did we reach peak design on a lot of our tools, like clippers? Right. There was all this like this big leap. Like technology is weird, right? Because it goes into these. Big leaps of innovation. You had manual hair clippers that you had to operate with your hands. Then you had these big old clippers, electric clippers. With but a separated a, motor. Yeah, yeah. With the separated line motor. Like the electricity ran through it. It looked like a big IV system. <laughs> then they put the battery and the motor in the clipper. And then now we have wireless clippers. But the the the... General like design of the clipper has not really changed. Besides a few tweaks here or there, like you look at all the big clipper companies, Wall, Andis, Babilis, Oster, and their clippers all generally look the same. I feel like it's what works best for right now with the technology that we have available to us. Hmm. Because ultimately what you're doing is finding a way to move to a, really a, just a move one bl- blade. A still blade and a moving blade. Yeah, you're hair. just finding a way to move one blade. Like a clipper is essentially a bunch of tiny uh, shears, to quote Burtis. <laughs> yeah. So you, you just have to find a way to move that one blade. And it started out with us using our forearms and then... No, it, it started out with rocks, there. Patrick. <laughs> I'm talking sharpened about like rocks. sharpened if, rocks. If we could consider a manual pair of clippers in to be in the same ballpark as the clippers that we use now. Essentially, you have a still blade and a moving blade. It's mm-hmm. just what's moving the blade. Mm. It went from human to motors to yeah. you know, cords where the motor is inside the clipper. And then it went to cordless batteries, and now we've had innovations in batteries. Yeah, but do you think there's, like, room to grow into something else? Like, the shape of clipper blades are all pretty straight. Like, I don't know, the materials that are used or... (laughs) I mean, the materials are changing. Like, I have a, a ceramic moving blade that I like a lot. Yeah, that's never been... That's pretty new on the scene. I'm already thinking about with the uh, cordless detailers like getting a ceramic blade for those. Ooh. Is there a difference? There's and a difference. You, what does it do? Like, I feel like ceramic would dull quicker, does it? No, like it, it doesn't get hot. Mm. It doesn't dull as fast. You don't have to oil it as much. 
and I just feel like it's uh, overall it's sharper. So you can't I, so hear I think, it though. I, like so you can't hear it is the problem. Like for, sometimes you can hear it and sometimes oh. you can't. Is so what? I, hey, wait, wait. So what I think Eddie's talking about is like you know what I'm understanding from you, Patrick, is like small innovations, like you know, <clears throat> you know the progression with what a clipper is, you know, from motors to batteries, you know, making them lighter making the blades better, like all the problems we were having and like, oh, they're too heavy, make them lighter. Oh, they don't have enough power, make a better battery. Oh, the the uh, the blades dull out and they have issues with, you know, the drying and not being sharp. So innovation, innovation, innovation. But I think what Eddie's going to is like, like that conversation we had a long time ago <laughs> and I had no idea what you were talking about. And I'm like, what is this, what is wrong with this guy? You were talking about um, how uh, technology, like, you know, it was like with speakers and how, like, why do we still use wires? You remember that conversation we had? Like, we, we use wires to connect things inside of... Ah, like we were in the I car. I vaguely <laughs> remember. <laughs> I was like, like, this that. guy is high. <laughs> like, no, no, but you were talking about some like next level stuff. Like, why are we using wires to connect things when we've, 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 you know, there's like cordless things, like, like a cordless controller. Yeah. So why don't we make everything cordless inside the machines and stuff? Like a bunch of receptors. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Shooting yeah, yeah. beams yeah, out yeah, to yeah. another. I was like talking about, um, this was a few years ago. Yeah. And a lot of things have gotten a lot better. This was before AirPods came out and stuff like that. I was like, why are we still using cords to connect everything? Oh, yeah. Like Bluetooth technology exists. And this was like one of those like rants. I'm like, why isn't everything just cordless? I feel like it's way harder to. It's not as reliable it costs more money to make Isn't things it that not way. as reliable because i've never had a problem connecting right but imagine there's t- like 50 bluetooth signals at the same time i guess the technology hasn't caught up to that but when yeah. are you ever going to have to connect 50 things like um what we're getting off on a tangent but w- what i'm saying is like so you're talking about little tweaks and innovations. I'm talking about like those bigger ones. Those bigger ones. What do you want? Like a lightsaber clipper? Hell yeah. No, <laughs> Dude, I don't bit. know. No, no, no. Like, okay. Like changing up, drastically changing up form factors. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, I have like Wolverine, Wolverine claws that pop up at each one's <laughs> trimmers. Like clipper gloves? <coughs> yeah, that's one, other, that's one thing. The, the clipper gloves. Dude, you said that. Like, you like, did, hang you on. did say can, that the other night. Where's the clipper glove that you put on your hand? You just, I don't know. Where's the clipper that's shaped like a shear? And you just, I don't know. But do you want that? Because innovation well, is driven by what people want. Like exactly. People but how do you know you don't want that? Because nobody's innovating like that. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of these are just like right off the cuff. But I think the biggest at least what my brain can wrap around right now is the biggest innovation in barbering stuff is automation. 
Like that's sort of like the next step. And people ask me and Eddie and Patrick all the time, it's like, oh, are you worried about automation? Um, I'm so glad I got that word right because the other night it was like automation. Autonomy. No, 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 no. Like when, like, okay, like. Like automation. Automation? No, no, no. Yes. Automating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like automating robots taking over people's jobs. What's that called? Automating. Yeah, automation. Automation taking over people's jobs. Ottoman <laughs> Empire. Automation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The autom- <laughs> yeah. And there's been things like um, that have tried to like shystily do it in the past. Like I don't know if you guys remember Flobies. Yeah. Um, but essentially it was just like a big old hose shot back thing with clippers on the inside and it would suction your hair in. And cut it to and, a uniform length. Yeah. And, and you had different attachments, but as far as blending from one length yeah, to the yeah, other. Yeah, the haircuts look trash. Yeah. But I'm it, talking about something along those well, lines well, with, like, a more detailed system. So, it would like, we have all this um, 3D rendering technology that's pretty pretty much still in its infancy stage. But it, with the – how quickly technology advances – well, I was rendering hair on yeah. a specific person's head. I used to be a um, a jeweler's apprentice, and I went to a a jewelry show where they would put, say, like a little figurine on this platform, and a three D scanner would scan it, and then it would transfer it over to a three D printer for wax. It would make a three D print of a wax a wax mold of it then they could do um, a cast of that in a precious metal. So if that technology was for barbering, okay, if any company is going to do this, I said this before, it's going to be Babeless. Babeless is going to come out with the first automated barber chair. Pause. Is it Babeless, Babeless? Babeless. Babeless, babless. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna keep on saying babless, babless. Did I, I say babless? Babless. So babless is gonna have an have a chair. You're gonna have like your normal barbers in in certain chairs. But one of the problems in our industry is, say, you're at a shop that gets a lot of walk-ins, but you're fully booked. Dude, get a babless brand barber chair that it's for walk-ins and it's for simple haircuts starting out. You sit down, a little arm comes out, take a scan of your head, use a static electricity or something like that to pull all your hair out straight, do a map of it, and then it does haircuts. Now, initially, it probably can't do things that us as in the future we would be called artisan barbers (laughs) because we throw the word artisan in front of everything. Yeah, and what... What it would be in the beginning, places like that, I I, I could see um, great clips, super clips, uh, even just like pop-up barbershop places with babeless automated chairs. They're in, it comes in silver, gold, and rose gold. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's totally going to take over uh, like places like great clips. And I could see some of them happening in traditional barbershops, maybe like one or two chairs, but you would still have people like us who really enjoy the craft. So let's start now. Let's just 
chain a pair of corded wall seniors to a barber station <laughs> from the ceiling <laughs> and let it swing. Yeah. Or people, you know, we could have like a buzz cut station. Like if you want a buzz cut, you can give yourself a buzz cut here for $5. You can use our equipment and we'll yeah, clean I'm up not... after you. Okay, yeah, but that's the problem though. They're not licensed. That's Does the it... issue. Each Babeless station would have its own barber license. It wouldn't need Does a it count license. though? It's just a tool. Does it count if you're doing it on yourself though? No, because no, thing I'm not. That one, I'm not going to let people look, do that look, in the shop about, because no, that's no, no. a now huge health stand. About <laughs> well, no, that's for them to worry self, about. That's what they have to worry about in the future. If a self operating barber chair that gave haircuts needs a license <laughs> of course it needs a license no it doesn't need a license it would be dude a you know the bureaucrats wait, would be all over that it, it does it does need, need a tool. license technically it needs at least like a quality control number yeah, or something that's like it that. not yeah. a license okay you're talking we're about talking like, about the you same have to thing put the chair through Barber school has this fast skateboard. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Sure, it will. <laughs> oh, no, well, no, no, no. I mean, I not have no physically. Doubt. Could, no, I. You could no easily program it, it to pass skateboard, as long as you know what to program. It would be easily. programmed in the factory to pa- pass all that. Of course, yeah. But then again, we also have to think about things like: Would it be ab- able to self-clean itself, or would we have to clean it? before and after no, i guess it no, could no. like blow Complete. itself off and then like spray some <laughs> cool care like yeah no, mean, no, no, that's no, version no, no. 2.0 at no, no see at that point it would be uh babe babeless brand uh clipper babeless spray pro <laughs> yeah yeah um ham and <laughs> look i want to draw this thing up All right, like well but that's i'll put not, it in the show notes that's not yeah we'll uh put Patrick will put Jacob's crappy drawing on <laughs> yeah, but the college would, rule paper. Does Crayola have a rose gold crayon? <laughs> they probably do. Dude, look. That's not what I'm talking about. But innovation like that, like, or I don't know, just different stuff. Like a big thing was um, uh, Dyson's hair dryer, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because Dyson already kind of revolutionized the whole, um, vacuum. No, the whole, like, well, yeah, vacuum, but the whole, um, fan system, right? Like, they don't use the moving blade. What do they right. use? I, I don't know. There's weird stuff. Like, you could magic get the Dyson hairdryer, right? Or the fan. Mm-hmm. And there's, it's, it doesn't have, blades it's just a big old circle that's like pushing yeah. air out Sorcery. but they took that same technology and put it into a hair dryer huh. you know how our hair dryers have that little fan in the back that sucks in air but you're but we're all talking about the same thing when it comes to those little innovations yeah that was a huge elite but it's still like when we're talking about clippers cutting hair, but that's more we, no, 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 it's about big blades removed. cutting small blades. No, no, but no, if no. we're talking about hair dryers, the function of using heated air to dry hair. But that's a big innovation because it took out the most important part of a hair dryer, arguably the fan, mm-hmm. and they got rid of it. That's like taking your clippers and being like, mm, we don't need the blades anymore. Uh, we're going to use lasers. That's a big innovation. Changing the capacity of of a battery is a small innovation. At least that's the way I feel about mm, it. That's pretty big. Mm, 
Mm. Hold on a second, though. It okay. So the capacity of a battery to run a cordless clipper already has improved. When the first cordless clippers came out, they would get weaker and weaker the longer you use Look, them. Look, dude, I'm about to whoop out my MIT degree in engineering. Which uh, you don't have. But anyways, and then when they came out with the lithium-ion versions, they stay at a constant power until they're done. And then they stop. And then they stop. And okay, so imagine if your phone all of a sudden can go four days instead of one day. Do you feel like that's a huge thing for you? No, it's a small leap. Whatever, uh, dude. No, dude. dude. I heard you talk <laughs> no, for the no, past no. couple of days about, oh, wow, Apple's new thing. I haven't charged it in a day. Yeah, you do mention that a lot. I haven't charged my phone in three days. Yeah, I feel I'm like getting towards uh, the end, it's on like 10% battery. You've made a big deal about this. Look. I'd say that's a big leap, Look, and I'm pretty sure they, me, me, Apple, me. talks about what that What I'm talking too. about is huge leaps, then. Sure, it's a big leap. This is like a massive leap. Right. Okay. You're just becoming unsatisfiable at this no, point. No, I just want to no, no, no. ask the tough dude, questions. he's just being a typical Apple user. <laughs> <gasps> you all use Apple. I'm sitting here. Your <laughs> iPhone 11's in your pocket. Your MacBook is sitting in front of you. What year is that? Uh, oh, yeah. Excuse me. Year, I have a Zoom H6 recorder. That's a recorder. Because <laughs> Apple doesn't make their own. But damn well know that if Apple made a recorder, you'd be using that, oh, too. Oh, man. This is an Apple coffee maker. Right there. Wait, you guys really? are whack. Why did I believe you? <laughs> Stupid. Look, all I'm saying is... Have you reached peak clipper? There's no way to know that, dude. We can look back. When's the last time a huge thing happened? Other than going cord, literally removing the cord and adding a battery. Uh, No big deal. (laughs) No big deal. They just removed the cord. uh, I'm sorry, Patrick and Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) No big deal. Eddie, whenever you got your first set of cordless clippers, you were over the moon, dude. And now you're like, oh, no big deal. What's the (laughs) last big thing that's happened? What, they just removed the cord? I'm just asking the questions. Also... Um, automation. That's the biggest leap that I can think of. Yeah. Automation. Because that, that, because if, if we are considering it as a very big leap, it's, it would be something that affects the entire industry. That's true. And I would say that would be something that affects the entire industry because it either forces the mediocre, mediocre barbers to get better or quit. Because, you know, for a simple enough haircut, I, 30 years. 30 years for them to perfect the... Babelous bro. Yeah, yeah, hang on. <laughs> I want to... No, no, I want to look up... You know what I would do? I would buy seven of those machines, put them in a shop all by themselves with a receptionist, then use that money that they're making to fund my artisan barbershop. And then I would go to school, learn how to maintain those machines, teach somebody else how to do it, and then they would maintain my automated barbershop 
while I made a ton of money and cut hair the old-fashioned way. Dude, the king of capitalism. Dude, thanks, Vanderbilt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. No, you were right. It'd probably be called pro. Pro chair. (laughs) Yeah, the the babblest pro chair. The babblest. And then then there are various editions. No, wait. One, two, three, four, and then X. No, wait. The (laughs) babblest barber pro. Babblest barber pro. Would it do things like shaves though? Mm. But you heard it here first. No. no okay. No. No. Well, it would. It would. It would use their foil. Their foil system. Would it use a foil or there's hair removing lasers? Like, I talk uh, about a close shave. Okay, no, if you're too, just like sit like that tattoo expensive. removal thing. No, it's not. And it's just like you sit back. And it's like bzzz, like a 3D print, like um, a scanner, just like. Yeah, but what what kind of effect does it have on your skin? That was my question. Well, we don't know about that. The reason why I think they would use their own products with uh, various robot arms. And That's that kind of weird. No, no, though, because. Like there's a uh, robot arm with a foil on it and it's just like scraping against people's skin. No, no it would be like 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 a 3D printer going across your face. But it's with, with the a foil. foil end? Yep. And the reason why they would choose their own products is is mar- is product placement no doubt they oh choose did you products, and they send like, it you have the app their app before you get into the chair has lots of options that you can choose from it maps your head it learns from your experiences and at the end hey how is your service would you like to buy any of these babeless products so that you can use them at home dude marketing why wouldn't they do that there's a little screen on the inside while you're getting your hair done also, like millionaires would probably just have them in their house. No, no, no. millionaires would do us. <laughs> millionaires <laughs> would use us. <laughs> I don't know about that. Some it depends because there's some really utilitarian millionaires, like mm. the guys who wear the same T-shirt every day with the Mark hoodie. And, yeah, you well, don't think he would have one of those in his house, so he didn't have to go to the barber shop because his time is more valuable. Yeah, I guess you're right. By the way, Babeless, you have a million dollar idea. You better do something with it. <laughs> uh, we definitely get credit though. I yeah. mean, we're putting this on Babeless. I mean, uh, Wall could do it. Credit dibs. Okay, no, you want to know why? Because Wall isn't cloudy enough to do something like this. Yeah, Babeless has a company definitely more clout. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I. Dude, they besides I want to see a rose gold barber chair. <laughs> Dude, it's only a matter of time before they glue a fidget spinner on one of their clippers. <laughs> uh, dude. I'm pretty sure someone already did that. Uh. Were they the ones that had the uh that laser level? Was that Babylus? Dude, it might have been. I like don't know. The, the laser line. Hey Jamie, can you look that up? Yeah. You're not Jamie. No one's Jamie. You're Jamie. Jamie is whoever Jamie needs to be. Yeah, Jacob's already on that. Did that laser level come already on the Clippers, yeah, or was it, it something Dude, that you had to add? Bottom. That's crazy. Shut up. Huh. 
babeless laser hair removal IPA. I knew it. I told you. <laughs> wow. I told you it'd be lasers. They have one? Real-time follow-up. First time on this podcast. <laughs> laser removal. Babless. I think it's Babless. It is Babless. Dude, True Smooth. Yeah, that's the same one. True Smooth Radiance Hair Removal Laser. Wow. Let me see what it looks like. Got him. Got him. 100%. Dude, I'm the king of innovation. (laughs) I got the million dollar ideas. (laughs) You suck. You suck. Wait, the million dollar idea that's already happened? Dude, what? Yeah, yeah, but to put it on a chair to shave someone. Dude, Look, think about it. Like, I don't even like talking about this. You. It shoots oh, steam at you. Oh, it's got a steamer on it too. Huh? No, go on. Yeah, yeah. It shoots steam at your face continuously, right? There's like a, a water source hookup, so you don't have to. Dude, it so, puts gel. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, automatically applies like, gel. Dude, um, what's that thing? What's that thing we always call it, uh, Patrick? Oh, oh, oh. His sponsorship. Oh, oh, Pacinos. Uh, Pacinos, dude. Dude, it takes some Pacinos gel, shoots it onto your face. The robot then, has black gloves on. Yeah. And then you just like, you know. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, don't they use pink gloves? No, uh, they use mostly black, black gloves. gloves. They got those Velcro uh, hair things. Puts the bottle of shave gel in your face before it puts it on. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the arm just like, <laughs> and the whole time it's got another arm that has an iPhone, the latest iPhone, <laughs> and it's and it's going in and out to give a you know a rock and roll effect. Look, um, while we're on that subject, let's just uh, let's just pivot from innovation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the you know the things that barbers do a lot nowadays on social media, where all right, let me set up a scene, right? And I'm pretty sure you guys at home have seen it too. Whenever you come across one of these haircut like showcase things, so it opens up. There's a person in the chair, right? They're like smiling and making a face, and there's one to two barbers standing behind them, and they're like, you know, snapping their clippers and making a face or holding the product, and they're like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, or they're just standing there like. <laughs> no one can see you. <laughs> this is an audio podcast. Oh yeah, like, waving the like whatever they have to. Uh, we'll have Patrick put a put a thing in the show notes. A link to one of these videos. But anyway, everyone's following the same outline of like a showcase video. Like, mm-hmm. they make it all choppy, speed it up, and then everyone just makes faces, and they're like, they pick up a strand of hair, It the camera zooms in really close to their eyes, they're like, eyes are bulge out, and they're like, whoa, As and if they, they're like, about make to cut all their hair off. Yeah. Or like this one. I'm looking at a thumbnail right now. It's uh, from a reverse cam, sh- for a reverse phone shot, and... The guy's holding some clippers right up to his hairline as if he's about to cut his hair. Oh, let and me click on this video. And then he stops and then he's like waves his finger like, oh, yeah, no, no. The finger wag. Yeah. Uh, there's another one lately that usually the top gets cut to like finger length. So 
they comb all the hair in front of their face and they take the clipper and they start stamping out the hairline. Oh, yeah. See a lot of that. Look, I'm just saying. It's, 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 it's a style of grabbing attention and everyone's jumping onto it. Yeah, it's annoying, but it's what gets views and likes. And when I see something like that, I'm like, like okay, in my reptile brain, I'm like, no way, they're going to cut off all his hair. And then I click on it like as a knee-jerk reaction and then I start watching it. So yeah. it the video is made for idiots like me. Yeah. I do it too, and then I realize I'm never going to get that time back. Yeah. Or like this. There's a guy with his hair on fire. Well, yeah, but that's like a specific thing from the region. What region is that from? Like, is it like Middle, East, Middle East, India region? kind of thing? I've seen some videos of that go pretty wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. Let's – all right. Fire – because people send me that video all the time. Of someone's hair getting lit on fire. One, they claim that their barbershops do not smell like burning hair because mm-hmm. of the oil or mixture that they use. I don't believe it. Two, there's no way you can control how much hair comes off or at what style. Mm-hmm. You know, you can achieve doing this by just running a comb through it and pulling out all the dead pieces. Three, have you ever burned a piece of hair? Like the ends, the end, uh, um, the end of the hair singes, and it like peels back on itself. Right. And have you ever accidentally burned a piece of your hair? You run your hand through it yeah. later, and it feels terrible. Yeah. So. It's almost in, like you have to come back through again with shears just to make it smooth. And yeah, not but like, bulbous. why? Why at that point? Like, it's know. literally just for show. There's no way you can get a good haircut. It's like the guys that um, I don't know put those, like the guy cutting hair with uh, katanas or sword. Hey, mm-hmm. not to be negative on that guy. Like you do you, but there's. But, have you seen the the end result of those haircuts? There's. There's a reason why they never show the end and they just show the process and cut it off because the end result looks like you ran your hair through like a weed whacker. (laughs) Same guy has like three pairs of thinning shears on one hand. Yeah. And he's like, like, there's no rhyme or reason. He's just pulling hair off. Yeah. And then he's like, check it out. And if I was that lady, I'd be like, what? Did I just do? They always look happy in the Dude, videos. we saw we went to a barber show and we saw one uh two guys cutting the same girl's hair and they were like there's like EDM music blaring and they're standing there like spinning their shears and and like just taking out chunks of hair. And then they finish, this girl sees her hair and she starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they just like usher her off stage, but like to play devil's advocate, that's a style. It's a way of doing stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. It's birthed out. I of, definitely. It's birthed out of design and excess. I definitely, definitely because, get that. Yeah, yeah. Because those things aren't. You can't keep them up. You, they usually look good for about half a week, and then they grow out, and they don't look good again. But and so that people need it's to go more back about the and show. get them again. How do you guys feel about show barbers <clears throat> and working class barbers? Like, well, like we do haircuts 
that look good and are meant to look good through the whole lifespan of that haircut until they need another one. A little bit more. Right? So, but, but I feel like a lot of show barbers do it to make it look good for that day. And then they just like, yeah, yeah, it looks good when I cut it and styled it. But then the next day or like two, three days later, their hair just doesn't look good anymore. Yeah. Well, different, I mean, stage. But I guess that comes to the, to the point of what makes a good haircut. Right. I feel like there's a difference between stage barbers and social media barbers. Because the social media barbers, I mean, they can take four hours on a haircut, you know, and have that like spider web design that like every little like subsection of the spider web is faded and all that stuff. But stage barbers, I don't feel like are doing as much of that. Like they do have the sharp cut in hairlines that I don't think are going to look very good. But the social media barbers take that to another level. That's true. And working class barbers, I mean, we do one haircut every 30 minutes. We don't have time to do stuff like that. But we also focus more on classic styles that grow out nice. Mm -hmm. It's just three totally separate camps, I feel like, in my mind. Would you ever see yourself as a social media barber? I'm not even a social media person. <laughs> you know who I do see that way? Jacob. Mm-hmm. Except the first time he did like a live cutting thing on <laughs> social media. It was super awkward. I was at home watching it. And he set the camera up. <laughs> but... He was whispering to his client the whole time. I was talking so, at a normal but no, voice. No, not at a normal level. Like, it was loud enough for you to hear that they were talking, but low enough to where you couldn't make it out. So, you like, you were watching the video and you strained. You're like, what are they saying? And then Jacob would awkwardly look behind his shoulder. He'd turn his head really slowly <laughs> over his shoulder and stare dead into the camera. <laughs> I was there that day. I was actually working that day. It was pretty funny. Here's one that I'm watching right now. A guy is running a Clippers through. It's a it's a it's a mid fade. It's a mid bald fade buzz cut with about a three on top, and he's haphazardly running the three through his hair, running the trimmers with the grain or against the grain. Um. And. I think, and and like it, it's all the inte- the intention of every action that he's doing is for the video. So when people are watching this, when he's going through that process, like he's doing it wrong, this looks awful. But the end result, there are clean lines. As long as you haphazardly cut before the point of no return, and you crisp it up and clean up the lines at the end. That's all that matters. And I think that's the form. Like, that's the formula for this video. It's meant to evoke something in the, in the viewer. So they keep on watching in hopes of criticism. But at the end, they see a good result or something that's clean. And then like, oh, I guess I was wrong. 
Yeah, it's, but it's like also... it's, it's it's not exactly shock value. It's made to grab attention. Yeah, but then, but that's not an accurate representation of what we do because a lot of those videos too is they take a person, you start seeing the process of them cutting, but it's all super curated to what they want you to see, mm-hmm. and they start doing the fade, and as a barber, you're like, that's gonna leave weight lines. And then they show you the end result, and it looks perfectly faded. But they also use like yeah, that airbrush, this yeah airbrush spray, and they like made these. They drew in lines and airbrushed their beard fade, and like it's like, look. look at what I did. This is the end result. Oh, ooh, look yeah. at me. But and it's like for new people coming into the industry. And yeah, and then at the, that. That would not be beneficial to it them. It would not be beneficial to them. And, and it's not beneficial to the people who are not barbers who see it and they're like, oh, yeah. I want you to do this to me. And it's like you do understand that that's like airbrushed in or they show you a picture and you're like, that's 100% Photoshop. So what my question is, like, is is this taking away – is this negatively impacting the barbering industry? I think the working class barbering industry, yeah. And but that's isn't why that the main barbering thing? Like people have to do that to work. Yeah, and I don't know stats on that. The reason why I don't really focus on social media at all is because I really like the idea and this is deep rooted in barbering history that you're a pillar of the community that you live in. And you're able on social media to reach your fingers out to all over the place. But are those people going to come see you? I don't think so. It's for the clout. But then again, don't you want to receive an Oscar for best hair? No. I don't. I think what you're getting at is you'll make a bigger impact by just having personal relationships with people right yeah and growing your business that way yeah but it is affecting the working class barbering industry like social media is because that's why we've had such an issue with kids cuts in the shop that we work in because we're in an area that's affluent there's a lot of uh, disposable income and moms with their young boys come in with a picture that they found on Pinterest. And it probably took two hours to do that haircut. But we have to do it in 30 minutes or get it as close as possible. Hmm. So it is, I feel like, affecting social media is affecting the working class barber in that way. Hmm. 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 Who was it? Um, There's a quote for some from somebody in the hair industry, but she was like, "We'll look up her name later." But she was talking on something, and she's like, "I don't want my clients to go on Instagram. If they want to change their hair, I want them to talk to me about it, so we can see what we what new hairstyle they want to do. I want them." to not I tell them don't look on Instagram don't google hairstyles cuz 
that's when people like come up to you with something that will not suit their head shape or that's photoshopped and they want exactly that instead of yeah. what realistically would go well with what they want to achieve and what they have to work with. I think pictures are still good because if you had to describe some of the haircuts that we do, like people don't know what a true skin fade, like, and there's so many different types of fades. Like if someone says, I just want to fade on the sides and back, they're about to get 10 questions. But if they have a picture, even if it's unrealistic, because there's times they're like, I want this. I'm like, okay, do you want it straight razored at the bottom? Because there is like at the bottom, there's literally no skin. And sometimes they come back with something like, no, I think I'll just have like a two on the sides. Like it's not going to look like that. And also, do you want the hairline cut in like that? Do you want a hard part? And it, the picture does give some reference points, even if it's unrealistic. I feel like having a picture is better than not having a picture. Yeah. I'm not against pictures, but I, what I think, yeah, I think she was just talking about how unrealistic things have gotten. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I was thinking about the uh, back to the one minute barber videos where they put in like the line of demarcation to start the bald fade and they just go eh, like a curved line that goes like right to the temple. And I think about what we do. I'm like, yeah, we put in line on one side and then we go to the other side and then we're like, ah, it's higher on one side. So we got to do something else like back and forth, back and forth until we get that line where we want it to be. But they're just like, whoop, right like above the ear to the temple and they go on the other side and do the same thing and then they start their fade and then they throw the pacinos on there and straight razor it from the bottom i want to make sure we're wrapping up what we're saying too like you know not just jumping from one topic to another um we've already went from barbering innovations to uh talking about social media barbers versus working class barbers somehow I think to sum this up from what we were talking about I don't have a like you know it's sort of it's easy to make fun of cloud barbers or social media barbers or people that want a haircut a lot of product and, the, and and a certain type of fade. I think that's absolutely fine if that's what you're looking for. Um, I think the reason why we don't like it really doesn't last that long. Sometimes it gives unrealistic expectations and s sometimes a customer doesn't really know exactly what they want when they're looking at something like that. And it makes sometimes it makes our job harder. And I think if you want that type of haircut, it's okay. I agree with that. And we talked a lot in school about different pathways you can follow within barbering. And if you want to do five or six three-hour haircuts a week and post those on social media, get a ton of followers, get some sponsors, and that's how you want to make your money, I think that's great. 
but there is a discrepancy between those types of haircuts and the haircuts that we do as working class barbers. That was my point. I'm not necessarily bashing however someone wants to make money within the barbering industry. It just makes our job a little bit harder sometimes. On the front end, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of managing expectations because of that. You perfectly summed it up. I agree. All right. Well, this has been the Steady Hands Barber Club. Thanks for tuning in. See ya. Bye. Bye.